What's your emergency? I just saw a murder, 236 South Holler. Please send somebody. Can you describe what happened? An old man got attacked inside his apartment. There's blood everywhere. Shooting? No, a hammer attack. Hammer was used as a weapon? Yes, the, ki the killer's still there. You can catch him if you send someone quick. The unit's on the way. Does the suspect have any other weapons on? I don't know. Can you give a description? Male, Caucasian, black suit. What's your name and contact information? I don't want to say. Almost three months into COVID lockdown. Early morning hours, a leaden darkness outside. I can't sleep. Shocker. My thoughts like a dog chasing its own tail. I grab my phone, doom scroll. No, put it away. Don't start your day out like this. I shuffle to the couch, turn on the TV. That British baking show everyone loves? No. 70s horror? That'll pacify my mind. Look, this is ridiculous. We can't discuss it now. A man is bleeding to death. Rachel says I need to practice positive visualization, project myself into the future, make a vision board. Hard to do when the past still has its fangs in my neck. I remember how it used to be before COVID. I used to work late at the restaurant, then I would drive around aimlessly for hours. Something about the empty streets at night. I would come home around five, make some oatmeal, sit down by the window and watch as one by one the lights went on in the next building. I watched my neighbors' morning routines, got to know their personalities. Who couldn't get the morning started without a pot of coffee first? Who worked out? Who hopped on FaceTime right away, talking their head off? Who hunched over a laptop all morning long? Who sprouted roots on the couch watching TV? I started giving them names. Max, Rosalie, Linda. I invented professions for them. Space explorer, cage fighter, hitman. They became my companions without knowing it. I came home every day to an empty apartment, sat down in the dark, but there they were going about their lives. It might sound creepy, but their presence was comforting. It made me feel less lonely. On my days off, I started leaving my blinds open at night, hoping one of them would look over and see me too. The only one who ever did was the old man. I called him Roger. He lived almost exactly across from me in a barren apartment. No furniture, nothing on the walls. He would spend most of his time doing long, elaborate ceremonies on his knees, burning incense, praying to a little altar with candles, reading from scripture, singing. He had a straw figurine he would dress up and prop up in various places across the room. It was a mysterious practice, fascinating and heartening in a weird way. Even though I always felt guilty spying on someone in deep communion with a higher spirit, one night after kissing the floor in front of the altar, he got up, turned around suddenly, and looked straight at me. I felt caught. I waved at him like an idiot. He didn't react. He simply turned away and walked out of view. After that, he never looked over again. I started to doubt if he had actually ever seen me. Very well you can. Yes, there's my window, and it's definitely the right apartment. Uh, Miss Collier, do you spend a lot of time watching my apartment? I look out the window. All lights are on in the old man's apartment. Someone comes into view, a younger guy in a black suit and tie, wearing a face shield and bright yellow gloves. Who the fuck is that? Here's the old man now, holding a plastic tarp and packing tape. Guy in the suit directs him to put the tarp on the floor. What the hell is going on? The old man turns his back to him, puts down the tarp. I realize the guy in the suit holds a hammer. He raises it. A hideous grimace on his face and time suspends. Pre-COVID, pre-everything, I'm diving in the ocean. 80 feet below the surface, marine life around me. I feel safe. I feel like I would never have to leave here. The hammer strikes the back of the old man's head. For a brief, horrible moment, he seems to turn slightly and look directly at me as if he knows I'm there. Then his eyes go blank and he falls out of view like a puppet. Did I just hallucinate this? No, it's real. 
guy in the suit just stands there and lights up a cigarette. What the fuck? What am I supposed to do? Call 911, of course. No, those fangs in my neck? It all started with a 911 call. The cops framed me and I ended up going to prison. That's why my life is a fucking mess. Guy in the suit sits down on a chair, wipes off his shoes with a paper towel. Not a care in the world. What are you doing? You see the old man getting murdered and you're keeping quiet? Handcuffs on my wrist, Ryan's smile in court, the judge's gavel. No, this is not the same as last time. Just fucking pick up the phone. Guy in the suit lights up another cigarette, calls someone on a flip phone, laughs. This is a game to him. He's having fun. Ryan's smiling for it. Rachel, defenseless. Ugh, you don't have a choice. You have to call it in. Just do it anonymously. Observe the perp walk from afar. So I do. The cops come quick, I have to admit. Two uniformed officers rush inside the building, guns drawn. The killer lets them in, leads them into the room where the old man must be on the floor. And what do the cops do? Nothing. Guns back in their holster. One of them gestures towards the window. The killer immediately closes the blinds. Shortly after, the cops leave the apartment and drive away. Then the killer comes out of the building. He stands there for a moment, lights up another cigarette. Then he turns towards my building. He looks up, defiant that whoever called the cops should take a good look at him. It's terrifying. Does he know it was me? No way, how could he? But there's malice in his eyes, as if he's already plotting something against me. I must be misunderstanding something. The cops will come back, secure the crime scene, arrest the killer. You did good. You did your duty. Don't forget, you have other things to worry about, too. Hello? Hey, Bjorn. Can you hear me? You're on mute, that little microphone that's crossed out. Hello? Hello? Damn. Damn. Hello? Saskia, can you hear me? Loud and clear now. Finally. Um, how you doing? My probation officer, Bjorn. Once a week, I have to check in with him. Like I said... Fangs in my neck. Could not be better. I told you about the sarcasm. Someone might misinterpret it someday. I'm pretty much serious. I could be in the hospital, or worse. As resentful as I am about this whole situation, he's not the worst figure of authority I've bumped up against in the system. Uh, we received a copy of your COVID-19 test. It shows, indeed, that you tested positive four days ago. I take it you're feeling okay? Symptom-free so far. That's Great. Fingers crossed. Thing is, the whole system runs on institutionalized cruelty. No one is allowed to question. Uh, now, as far as the conditions of your probation, you being unemployed is a problem. They fired me when they heard I tested positive. It's not my fault. I'm not even sure that's legal. As much of a square Bjorn is, he won't hesitate for a nanosecond to deploy that cruelty to its fullest extent. You need to quarantine for another 10 days, so your status won't change until then, but you need to have a job after the 10 days. Otherwise, you'll be in violation of your probation. You know what that means. Is he freaking kidding? What the heck? My sister Rachel, the only person I still talk to from my pre-felon past, and also the reason I'm a felon in the first place. Don't you feel safer knowing a criminal like me can go to jail because I got fired for getting COVID from a coworker? I'm livid. This is hooey. Hey, language now. I mean, she's not really the reason I'm a felon. I shouldn't say that. What she is, is my only support system. The only person still sticking with me after everything that happened. I'll ask Gordon if we can hire you as a temp at least. Don't. Just so we can get that stick in the mud off your back. I'll figure it out. I'll be fine. Let me help you, please. I owe you. Hey, shut the fuck up with that already. You don't owe me. Stop saying that. Sometimes I think I refuse her help because I know she'll only try harder. Makes me feel like someone cares. Want to hear something fun, though? Did you see a crow disembowel a mouse again? No. I saw a human kill another human. 
What? Front row seat. Large popcorn with butter. Be serious for once. I am serious. That's horrible. Did you call the police? They came, they saw, they took their donuts and left. What do you mean? I don't get it either. Did you make a statement? To who? No one's investigating. I'm sure they are, and you don't realize. I just can't stop thinking about the look on the old man's face when... Kia, stop. It's on a loop in my head. Call back the police. Make a statement if you must, but you have to keep your eyes on the prize here. The body must still be in that apartment, just rotting away. Then someone else will call the police about the smell. You need a job, or you're going back to jail. You're not letting that wet blanket Bjorn win, are you? I'm not. Fuck that guy. Five months I'm out, and I've been square like a solved Rubik's Cube. Now he could shuffle it all up again and put me back behind bars to no fault of my own. She's right. I need to focus and apply for these jobs. Personal shopper, telemarketer, Amazon driver. Brave new world out there. I wish we were still living pre-internet. I could do one of those phone sex gigs that charged $5 a minute, and all you had to do was scream, harder, harder, harder folding laundry. The hammer hits the old man's head. He looks at me. The killer's grin. Can't shake those images. And meanwhile, no detectives, no crime scene unit, nothing. I imagine the body contorted in some hiding place, the whole world oblivious to it. Why was he killed? What did he do to deserve this? I was lucky when I got out. A friend of my dad's owns a burger joint and gave me a shot as a line cook. Hard work, long hours, low pay. But it took care of the bills just so and kept me sane just so. When the COVID lockdown hit, the restaurant stayed open for takeout and delivery. But pretty soon, co-workers didn't show up anymore and management was cagey about why. Through the grapevine, we heard some had gotten sick and were let go. One of the cooks landed in the hospital. We had to keep on going. People kept ordering burgers. And honestly, I wasn't going to complain about still having a job. But then I got infected myself. Must have been from someone at work. When my manager heard, he fired me on the spot. Cracked skull, vacant eyes, blood. Why did the officers not do anything? The body was right there on the floor. I check my emails, no reply from any of the jobs I applied to. I turn on the TV, not a good enough distraction. When it happened in the next room, I saw them. Why didn't you go to the police? They know I saw them, they know I can identify them. I pace my apartment. The old man with the plastic tarp, the killer made him put it down for easy cleanup. I shouldn't do this, but fuck it, I can't help it. When did the incident take place? Tuesday morning, about 6 a.m. What was the address again? 236 South Holler. Okay, yeah. I have a report right here. Officers reported to the scene. Tenant agreed to let them inside and inspect the premises. Officers conducted a search of every room. No evidence of violence or foul play. No, I saw them. They didn't search anything. They went in and out. Straight from the report. And that wasn't the tenant either. How do you know? I'm a witness and I knew the victim. A witness? You're calling to make a statement then? I I want to report him missing. Report who missing? The victim. He's been gone for 48 hours. I saw him daily before that. (laughs) Maybe he went on vacation. I saw him get killed two days ago and the police are twiddling their thumbs. I want to report him missing so someone goes over there and investigates. (sighs) Name of the victim? I'm not sure. What do you mean? I never knew his name. I just know where he lives. Lady, you're wasting my time. A murder took place. Isn't it your job to investigate? Maybe you're confused. I know what I saw. If you can't put your money where your mouth is, you better stay silent. I would laugh if this whole thing wasn't starting to feel sinister. I get I'm far from an ideal witness, but why are they lying? Why are they taking an active disinterest in a murder case and telling the only eyewitness to fuck off? I'm not fucking off now. But what am I supposed to do? 
get in touch with my inner Liam Neeson and go all vigilante on them? Mesa West Realty, Ashley speaking. Hi, my name is Saskia Butler. I have a question about your property at 236 South Holler. Night now. My neighbors move about like bees in a hive. And Roger's apartment, completely dark, like a black hole sucking in all my attention. So I was wondering if you could give me some detail on one particular unit, which is where... The cops won't do anything. That doesn't prevent me from giving it a shot. It's apartment 34. I'm sorry, we don't give out that kind of information. You know what? I love a good challenge. Hello? Hi, my name is Saskia Butler. There are plenty of free websites that let you look up an address and find names and phone numbers of residents. I haven't lived there in a year. Problem is, the information is often outdated and unreliable. That was five years ago. I know. And of course, people don't like to be called by a stranger asking questions about where they live. How the fuck did you get this number? Who's my phone number? Never call me again. Understand? But it pays to be persistent. Well, I guess that would be all right. You don't need to tell me anything you're uncomfortable with. Oh, that's okay. You seem like a nice young lady. Thank you. You seem nice as well. I won't tell that to my grandkids. They never fucking call. I don't believe that. A grandma that curses, I would call her every day. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) So I was wondering if you know who lives at apartment 34? Apartment 34? No one lives there. Third floor. There's an empty unit on the west-facing corner. Two doors down to the left. That's 34, right? Oh, that's right. A young couple lived there years ago, but it's been empty ever since. But I could see someone living there, an older man. Oh, no. You must be mistaken. No, I saw him every day. I know my neighbors. I love my neighbors. I have three different people bringing groceries to my door, so I don't have to go out to the store myself, what with this China virus and all. And I can tell you with certainty no one lives at 34. It's been empty for years. Police department, open up. Open up, we know you're home. I have COVID. Open up. Morning now. I'll put on a mask, but you have to stand back. My sleuthing hasn't brought me any closer to Roger's real name. And then at three in the morning, my computer crashed. Now my phone is my only conduit to the world outside my apartment. I tested positive for COVID-19. I can't let you inside, I'm quarantining. That's okay, we can talk out here. What's this about? Your name is Saskia Butler? Yes. I'm Deputy Ronald LeBeau. This is Deputy Moore. There's been a complaint filed against you for harassing residents at 236 South Haller. What? Because of your criminal record, we had to come talk to you. (laughs) Who filed the complaint? It's not criminal yet. We're just here to ask you to stop the harassment. I'm not harassing anybody. We're telling you to stop it before it has consequences for you. You understand? Are you the officer I talked to on the phone yesterday? Do you understand? Are you? He is. I recognize his voice now. Deputy Ronald LeBeau, here to make sure I'm not kicking up any dust. Stop before there are consequences. Clear as day now. I'm in the middle of a cover-up, a conspiracy. A familiar feeling is fogging up my chest now. The helpless knowledge of my innocence. The certainty by the cops I'm guilty. The inability to square that circle. I pled guilty to assault with a deadly weapon. In reality, I defended Rachel and myself from a violent man. But the system shielded that man and I didn't know how to fight it. I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm still not sure how to fight the system, I just know I have to do it. I guess my joke from before is real now. WWLND. What would Liam Neeson do? Go berserk and kill a million people. That's what he would do. 
Maybe let's save that for later. In the meantime, understand the nature of the crime. Who was Roger? Why was he killed? And why are the cops covering it up? Hard questions to answer if I can't leave my apartment at all. I guess I have to be quarantined, Liam Neeson. I look up Ronald LeBeau's record. Nothing there. He's been on the force for five years and has a clean record from what I can tell. And the killer? No idea where to start there. Except I do. I know someone who can help me. Someone with a very particular set of skills of his own. Greetings. Yes, greetings to you, fellow man robot. One of my stranger co-workers at the restaurant was this pale, stick-figure thin guy called Hilton. He was the dishwasher, but completely unfit for physical work. Come to learn, he was on probation too, and this was the best job he could get. Uh-huh, sure. It also tells us one-legged ducks swim in circles. What did you find? He never told us exactly what he was in for, just that he was part of a hacker group that pulled a big job and was ratted out by an informant. He was still up to his old tricks. On a break once, he showed me the software on his laptop that allowed him to track every single phone number at the restaurant. Little color-coded dots on a map. He used to text girls in the dining room he thought were cute. You can imagine his success rate with that. I gave him Roger's address and asked him to check if there was any cell phone activity at the apartment in the last week. Imagine a bird's eye view of the building. Dots everywhere, big phones being picked all over, except the apartment of interest. An empty rectangle, nothing there. Whoever lived there didn't have a phone. Deductive reasoning was suggested. And Tuesday morning? There was a signal there. I checked the number. It's a prepaid phone that doesn't require registration. The possible no uses it. Fuck. Does that mean we lost nothing or we gained nothing? Scholars will argue. One step forward, three steps back. And then, there's still the reality of my life. Hey, Bjorn. Bjorn, you're on mute again. There's one, one day I will figure this out. Hello. Ah, victory over your nemesis, the mute button. We have things to discuss. You had a run-in with the police, didn't you? I wouldn't call it a run-in. Suddenly, there's movement in Roger's apartment. Um, I guess some officers showed up, but it was just a misunderstanding. I have a police report here. A man frantically looking around. Insulting an officer of the law, making false accusations? What? That's that's not what happened. Now yelling into his phone. It is serious stuff for someone in your position. Pacing back and forth like a rabid animal. I'm being harassed. Those officers harassed me. I'm letting you off with a warning, but it's... The killer shows up. The fucking killer is there right now and they start arguing with each other. Fuck the sanctimonious scold. The killer's back and he's closing the blinds now probably to kill the new guy and I can't call the cops because there's a conspiracy going on and I... <sighs> Calm down. WWLND. Call Hilton. Find out the other man's number. See if it leads to anything. But I can't get in touch with Hilton. A horrible thought now. Had they gotten to him too? Had they found out he was helping me and silenced him? Who's they? The cops. The cops are hiding something. What are they hiding? The murder. Why would they do that? It makes no sense. They swept the murder under the rug from minute one. The same officer who told me to shut up about it wrote me up for some bullshit just so Bjorn would have an excuse to put me away. Kia, what if there wasn't any crime to investigate? What if the police did everything they could and you're just looking for trouble? You did call all those people, after all. You're blaming me now? But there's no evidence the old guy even exists. I can't believe you're saying this. I'm just worried. Your probation is hanging on by a thread. Since when are you on the side of police? I'm on your side, which is why I'm saying focus on what's the most important, your freedom. 
I guess throwing me some change from time to time absolves you of your own responsibility for what happened to me. What? Kia, this is not so. I gotta go. Wait! Hilton, are you okay? Life bars replenished. That means you're okay? I, I couldn't reach you. My Halo Guild and I had quite an eventful day. Fucking video games? That's why you didn't answer? We improved our ranking, in case you wanted to congratulate me. Did you get my message? Indeed. Did you look into it? I did. Pulling teeth is not a fucking hobby of mine, you know? Interesting findings, I must say. A new phone number was present at the address. The device associated with it was issued by the state of California. It was issued to the Los Angeles Police Department. New guy's a cop? Deductive reasoning. Would suggest it. New guy's a fucking cop. Fuck! Hold on one second, someone's at the door. Who is it? I'm quarantining, I can't open the door. I can't come to the door, I'm positive for COVID-19. Can I, can I call you back? Something is weird here. Trouble? I don't know. I'll talk to you in a sec. I told you I can't fucking open the door. I look through the people and standing right in front of my door. The killer. Shit. Shit. Black suit and tie and 95 mask. But I can tell he's grinning. Go away. Leave me alone. Not a word. He's holding a flip phone. Type something in. You hear me? I'm calling the cops if you don't leave me alone. I text on my phone. Listen to your sister.